Chances are you or someone you know has been a victim of an Internet scam or ripoff. It's becoming that common. To learn more about how to avoid these phishing expeditions and spyware, here's InfoTrack's Taryn McCall. Taryn? Thanks, Chris. Nat Wood joins us. He's the Assistant Director for Consumer and Business Education at the Federal Trade Commission. Identity theft attempts are quite common, are they not? They are. There's lots of different ways that people try to get consumers' information and use it for identity theft. Let's go over some of the most common online methods for identity theft attempts. Well, the biggest thing for people to be aware of is probably phishing attempts. That's where you get an email that may appear to come from a business or an organization that you know and trust asking you to provide personal information, or these days it's more common that they'd ask you to go to a website to provide your personal information, your name, credit card number, social security number, your birth date, even your name and address. And in fact, the people that are using that information are scammers who have created lookalike sites and then will collect the information and use it to run up charges or open new accounts in your name. You really shouldn't provide information in response to an email ever unless you know that you're dealing with the company. You can do that by placing a phone call. If you get an email that sends you to a website and you say, you know, I wonder what the deal is here, you should be able to call the company and ask if they really need this information. Use a number that's on your billing statement or uh, some other piece of paper that you know has come from the company. In the past week, I got a notice that some information on my brokerage account was inadvertently given to an unauthorized person, which may have opened up the possibility of unwanted solicitations. At least that's what it said. The note said that no sensitive information, like my social security number, was given out. Can I really trust a notification like that, or is that an invitation to contact the credit bureaus right away? One of the things that you want to do whether you've gotten a notification like that is check out your credit report periodically. You're entitled to a free copy of your credit report from each of the national credit reporting companies once a year. You can either get them all at once, which is something you may want to do if you're about to make a major purchase, like a, take out a car loan or get a new mortgage, or you may want to space them out so that you do each one every three or four months. And look for anything that's out of the ordinary, any accounts that aren't familiar to you. And if you see something, you really want to take action quickly. You should always monitor your billing statements, monitor your communications with companies that you deal with online, and you want to do that whether or not you get these sort of notifications. If you get a notification that your information may have been compromised, especially if it's sensitive information, it sounds like that may not be the case in, in your situation, you want to immediately get a copy of your credit report, and you want to check it again after a month or two, and you may want to place a fraud alert on the report. You can do that by contacting any of the three national credit reporting companies. And there have been some recently publicized cases of very sensitive information from large databases being stolen or gone missing or ending up in the wrong hands. What happens? Is there anything punitive that can happen to the companies that don't safeguard that information? Absolutely. If it's a private company, if they haven't taken adequate steps to protect the information in their care, they could be subject to a lawsuit. In fact, the Federal Trade Commission has brought lawsuits against companies. In one case, we had penalties of over $10 million against a company that didn't adequately protect the consumer information in their care, whether it's a small business that may have copies of things like credit applications or even credit card numbers, or a large business that may have a database with lots of information on millions of people, or in fact a government agency. All of these organizations have a responsibility to keep that personal information protected. Well, the best defense anyway is prevention. 
and the Federal Trade Commission just unveiled a new website to educate Internet users about identity theft. So tell us about it. That's right. We have a website called onguardonline.gov that actually provides tips from the Federal Trade Commission and other federal agencies in the technology industry to help people be on guard against Internet fraud, keep their computers secure, and protect their personal information online. It's got articles with quick tips, longer in-depth articles. It's got some very entertaining and informative interactive quizzes and videos and tutorials that go down to the level of click here, click here, click here to do things like turn on antivirus protection or search for a spyware protection. We've been talking to Nat Wood, Assistant Director for Consumer and Business Education at the Federal Trade Commission. Thank, Thank you for you being much. with us. I'm Taryn McCall for InfoTrack. That'll do it for this edition of InfoTrack. To learn more about this or previous InfoTrack shows and guests, visit us online at talkzone.com. Thanks to InfoTrack reporters Roy Mackey and Taryn McCall. Our executive producer is Randy Meyer, and I'm Chris Whitting. Internet services by Pear.com. InfoTrack is produced by Syndication Networks Corporation. Thanks for listening. Join us next time for another edition of InfoTrack.